0: Hello, 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 welcome back to Book Talk with Lucky Jones. I'm Ebony. I'm Amiri. And today we're going to be talking about Miss Muriel and other short stories written by Anne Petrie. This book was written back in the... 1900 sometime, really early. Yikes, I think we should do this. It's really, really early. I think it's like 1930-something. I am guessing, Amiri. I'm,
1: I'm about to look it up right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she likes the facts. Yeah. <laughs> the like, vibes.
1: We going to yeah. have a little bit of facts. <laughs>
0: <sometimes>. <laughs> well, the fact is, this is...
1: The hardest book I've ever had to read.
0: It's an anthology of short stories that loosely link together. And I say loosely because, like, maybe the first five short stories link together. And then, like, later on in a series of short stories you read, they're going back to the there like set it back in the same place, which is Wheeling, New York. Wheeling, New York comes up a lot, quite often in this anthology. Mm-hmm. And, like, the first um, story, first two stories, you focused on this one family that owns a drugstore in this all-white town. They're the only black family. And then, after that, you get a time skip where you're with the daughter, and she's much older. We don't really know what happens mm-hmm. to the family. We just know there is a, a friend of the family that died, and she's going to pick up some China from the mother who apparently is a little off. And then a little bit later I think it's the next short story. We're dealing with um, this man named Pedro who happened to work for the family mm-hmm. for his stint. And then after that nothing's tied together. It's all loose stories about random people that are not related
1: at all. This is okay also this was published in 1971. Oh still still early still so pretty early because like, <laughs> she had been writing it before then mm-hmm. this was the most strange and hardest book that i have ever read in my entire life
0: and you see i thought you would like it because it's so slice of life but it's... i can't
1: understand what's happening yeah. like it gets to the point and i'm once again every time i feel like i'm saying i don't like a book i have to preface with like it's written really nicely yeah but I mean... it's it's kind of <laughs> dense though it's almost written like a textbook
0: yeah it's yeah, not written
1: like it's just like your run-of-the-mill fiction book like mm-hmm. it just seems like it's so dense and so wordy mm-hmm. and there's so much stuff going on yeah and
0: because it's just like what is the actual purpose like, like, like yeah. what what's the point point? and i
1: get there's probably some underlying theme that's really like profound because people like regard Anne Petrie stuff very yeah, they, highly. They really like it. And as I'm reading it, I was like, I feel so dumb. Because <laughs> I was like, I can't understand what is going on. Like, nothing was making sense in my brain. I just kept reading story after story after story and I was like, I'm I'm so confused. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's never really an overarching point. There's just like some plot. That does make sense for certain stories. Like for the first story, it's like it's a plot of um, the young girl's aunt getting all these suitors. Mm -hmm. But one's a player, one is white, and I guess one who I didn't know was a suitor at all is like very feminine.
1: Cause I just assumed that man was just gay. You know, I did too. So I was like, I was just like, why do they think? I was like, (laughs) why does he keep coming around? And then I was like, maybe one of her other suitors is gay.
0: Yeah, I don't know. And then, like, the thing is, like, she doesn't end up with anybody. So it's just like, what was the... And, like, I thought we were going to come back to the young girl's friend Mm -hmm. in the very beginning because, like, they made... It just felt like there was a lot of focus on this young girl and her friend. But she never comes up again.
1: And... It was they were introducing so many people and I was like, okay, okay, I'm trying to keep it straight in my brain. I'm like, alright, alright. And I'm
0: mm-hmm. like And like another I'm like, thing oh is, you're never coming back. Yeah, you're never coming back, for one. And for two, it's just like this the story is just there to like dump all of the especially the first one. And the first one's story is
1: really long too. Yeah,
0: and I'm just like, oh, maybe this isn't a short story, like maybe it's just like
1: um like, kind of, like, continuations or, like, kind of spin-offs maybe, of yeah, this story. Yeah, yeah, no. But when you read the second story, you're like, okay, I'm seeing some same characters. But yeah. then you get to the next one, you're like, oh, okay, so we're just done with those people.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was just like, okay. Like, the second one was, like, ab- uh, about the same family. Mm-hmm. And the dad
1: just... Just disappeared. He disappeared just to get some brand new things. And he's like, why is everybody... But, like... <laughs> <laughs> i mean, he- I was reading this. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking, okay, so the dad's disappeared. And I'm currently, I'm like finishing up Parable of the Sower. And the dad disappears in that too. So I'm like, oh, I know where this is going. You're dead. Mm-hmm. You're somewhere dead. This is about the time period where you probably got lynch mobbed. Yeah. You're out of here. Yeah. And then it's like, he comes back with blood on his face. And he's yeah. like, I just went to get... And he's like defensive about it. He's like, I just went to get new teeth.
0: Yeah. And the little girl is like
1: confused. She's just like you've been gone for so long. <laughs> like we called people he's she's like why? I was getting new teeth. And am like you told no one. And he's like yeah because I thought I'd be gone a couple hours. In which I'm like so I have an uncle who actually got new teeth. He got he has and they're so nice i wish i had the money he had mm-hmm. but like it takes a long time he's had to go back and forth like several times hours at a time be put under to get these new teeth how did you think you were going to be in and out two hours <laughs> you
0: just like with real brand- quick
1: you thought they were going to shave down your teeth put in new teeth get the impressions going get the size you needed like and he's like yeah the impressions went dry so i was there a little longer than i thought it was going to be and i'm like and then you're still coming back with, like, blood and stuff on your face? Like, are, are you done? Mm-hmm. And then,
0: like, he has the teeth in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, what is happening?
1: And, but then it, it just ends. It's like, yep, yeah. yeah, he has new teeth now. Yep. And I'm like, what is the point?
0: And then, what like... What are you
1: trying to tell me?
0: It was so weird. Because, like, once again, I thought we were going to stay with this young girl for some time. Because, like, we are learning about how she's, like, developing, like, this personality, this need to like lie to protect her family Mm -hmm. like it was really interesting and then like the next time we're with her after this story she's just going to get some china
1: and it's like none of the stories made any sense to me and it felt like you know when you read something and it's so like I don't want to say this because this is a dense book this is a wordy book this seems like a book that is discussed in like college literary course. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm sure there's some good themes behind it. And I even looked them up. I was like, what am I supposed to be looking for? Mm -hmm. Because maybe if I have... An idea. An idea, I can find them. What they were saying, I was like, I'm not getting from this. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's just because like I haven't read enough like black literature from this (laughs) time period or because I'm just not from this time period, so a lot of this stuff has nothing to do with me or it's a lot (laughs) of like... Concepts and stuff that... I didn't grow up with. hmm Very confused. Very confused. Like, and I know it's supposed to be about, like, the black experience in the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. Which usually is some of my favorite, like, content to intake.
0: hmm No. <laughs> no. There are, like, maybe... Maybe two or three stories that I did, like... There was a story about, um... What happens? Okay, there was a story where the family they invited a young girl, her um, Pink's niece, in to live with them mm-hmm. because her parents died. Mm-hmm. They have a son who went off to basic training, and he um, just stopped sending messages. So they letters, so he mm-hmm. they don't know what happened. So he stops bringing it up, and they throughout this entire story, he the man focuses focus, focuses focuses mm-hmm, focuses. I don't like the way that sounds. On how much his wife has gained weight, how heavy she is, how much she sweats.
1: Is this the one where they talk about how she could be so beautiful if she didn't gain weight in her abdomen and backside, and they keep talking about it?
0: throughout the entire... Yeah.
1: And it's weird. And it's like, why does that matter? <laughs>
0: yeah. And like... And then, they like, he, they also focus about how young and beautiful and flirtatious the younger girl Do they is. they take in it? Yeah. And it's just like, okay. And then, like, fast forward, we find out that the son got court-martialed because he bought um, another... Well, I think he shot... Another soldier, who was like calling him the n word and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and then later on we see a police officer kill a soldier, and that like sparks up an entire riot. And during the riot, we find Pink again in her church Sunday best, and the man just is like, well, our son is probably dead. He's he's gonna face 20 years of hard labor. Mm-hmm and like that makes her go and do a whole mental breakdown and i think at the end of it she dies i'm not sure
1: see and that's what i don't like about this book is i don't know how any of these stories end mm-hmm. because the way she writes and like i'm sure there's somebody else going to be like no it's incredible that she does this mm-hmm. there it's almost so open-ended that you're kind of like there this is what's supposed to happen right Mm -hmm. but you don't really know you're not left with that closure Mm -hmm. because a lot of these stories i was like oh we're done yeah okay
0: especially when the um the one where there's a teacher his wife died and he moves to wheeling new york Mm -hmm. and he's teaching these delinquents with um a church pastor Mm -hmm. and like there's a whole scene where they kidnap him and another girl have their way with her, and, like, he has, suffers a heart attack, and he's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna pack up and leave. Like, I'm just some of this town. And it's like,
1: once again, what was the point? What are you trying to tell me?
0: Yeah. Because it's just, like, it's a whole bunch of
1: yeah, it's this happened. a whole bunch of crazy things happening it's just like ludicrous thing after ludicrous thing after ludicrous thing after ludicrous thing and it's like okay the end if if that's what you think and like i not not my favorite i don't like that (laughs) i don't like that i want a good I want a good and pink died i want a good and aunt sophrenia picked this suitor Mm mm-hmm and they lived happily ever after or they didn't but Mm -hmm. I want to know it's not I I don't want a choose your own adventure book because that's not my type of yeah I don't want to do that Mm -hmm. I want everything to be told to me so I can close the book and be like okay like and I think that's why I I, because I did not like this (laughs) I did not like this and I was so excited to read it because I love short stories I love short stories and my favorite things right now especially i'm gonna show you this later but Mm -hmm. i followed this girl on tiktok and she does like reviews on short stories that are like horrifying Mm -hmm. i've been so into those lately so i was like oh yeah book of short stories i was like first of all these stories are so long (laughs) yeah the first story (laughs) like the introduction story when you what is their last name the lynn i don't know no. I don't want. I don't want to say it. So this black family that you're gonna be with for at least three stories, mm-hmm. not consecutively, mm-hmm. but three stories, mm-hmm. and it's like the first story is super long, nothing happens, and you're like, okay, maybe it's setting up for the next story. Because mm-hmm. I remember when I was talking to you, you're like, oh no, you'll like this. The first couple stories go together, and I was like, Oh, okay, cool. And I was like,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> do they really? <laughs> <laughs> the same family yeah i was like okay (laughs) just a little
1: time skip in between
0: okay cool 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 no 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 and i was
1: even telling marlon today i was like man i feel so dumb reading this because i was like trying to reread some of the stories this morning because i was like surely like because i had an awful week this week so i was like surely i am just in a bad headspace now you should like just no i don't understand them and i was like maybe i should let you read them because like Marlon has like his degree in English and mm-hmm. it's like the study of English. So maybe like he can find something that I don't. And he said no. He was like, well, send me the stories. And I was like, cause like Marlon is super smart and he's super good at this kind of stuff, but like he doesn't like to read. So he was mm-hmm. kind of like, I'm not, I'm not trying to do that. And I was like, but like you've gotta look at these, because I we gotta make sure that I'm not dumb. Like cause <laughs> it would be such an awful way to end this awful week I've had by being like, wow, and I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> all these bad things keep happening and I also can't read anymore. Oh, no. This doesn't make any sense because I was like there's he's like well did you look up like an analysis? Did you see what they're I was like yes. And it did not help me. It mm-hmm. made me more confused. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. <laughs> what was Marlon's opinion on it? Marlon I just sent, sent him like some of the stories uh-huh. so we we probably will never know. <laughs> we will never know. <laughs> we will never
0: know. <coughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's I,
1: perfect. I guarantee you he'll read one and be like, Mm-mm, no, no, this don't make no sense. No. And he'll just like keep moving on. Because it's like, I looked up this analysis of Anne Petrie's story. hmm And first of all, the analysis are just as long as the stories are.
0: Because they really have to like dive in and like
1: regurgitate what they think is going on right yeah even though they really would have have the time to talk to her because she lived a pretty long life mm-hmm. like she i think she, when she died she was 90 something years old
0: oh they had plenty of time to
1: talk yeah to they her. had plenty of time to talk to her but uh, yeah cause she was mm, mm, mm? she was 89 was that's she- that's still a long time yeah, because she died in ninety seven. This came out in seventy one. You had plenty of time to ask about what was going on. Oh, in these that's stores.
0: probably why it doesn't make sense. She was going through dementia. <laughs> no, <She's
1: laughs> joking. joking. <She's, laughs> loosely joking. She was loosely joking. y'all. but it's like the only story that I feel like I even partially understood, and that's and that's being generous because I don't understand anything. Mm-hmm. The new mirror, which is the teeth story. Yeah, which. The whole thing starts off with like, oh, we got to get this mirror. We got to move it to the certain place. And then the dad goes missing. Yeah. But you're like, why? Why are you bringing in two different plots? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, OK, maybe they're talking about how like black people feel like they need to see themselves a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. And that's why the dad felt like he needed to get these new teeth. He's the only like druggist. Mm hmm. And he is, they are the only black family here, so they probably want to appear a way to be like more palatable to these white people, being mm-hmm. that they're the only black family in the town. hmm This is like.
0: At your most generous.
1: That's at my most generous. Uh-huh. There's, this analysis is saying that this is evoking the impact of racism on the black bourgeoisie. What? As on the proletariat first of all first of all i was like dang still feeling dumb (laughs) still feeling dumb that like not graduating college is really like setting in right now (laughs) i was like okay 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 so bougie black people context clues i'm gonna say like proletariat lesser black people but it's like there's only one family here yeah and they're they're making money they own a pharmacy Mm-hmm.
0: so like me um taking things at like face value <laughs> i was just like wow it just really set in for him like because his daughter keeps making fun at him and like he acts like it doesn't bother him but it actually does apparently it does so he just went to go see some, like because like it's easier to ignore something when it's not in your face all the time so whenever they bought that mirror he like even she said like she was noticing things about herself that she didn't notice before because like he walking past that mirror you see yourself Mm -hmm. you become more vain so that's all i got i was like oh he just became vain
1: that's actually a really good explanation that's better than what i was getting oh and then see (laughs) and that's better than what i got from here too because to me that makes sense. I'm like yeah, like if I never grew up with a mirror in my house and all of a sudden I'm looking in a mirror every five mm-hmm. minutes because it's like you don't see yourself. Yeah. So it's like when you start looking at yourself you're like oh dang I, this is wrong. This is wrong. Mm-hmm. I would like to get this fixed. Mm-hmm. This is wrong. I can't imagine not growing up with a mirror and I don't get a mirror until I'm an adolescent. The most awkward looking time in your life. Yeah. That sounds like Hell. a horror story.
0: Yes. And like I can only, because like I also feel like that correlates with um, what happens in today's age mm-hmm. where um, the, like these young kids, like for, for example, the Kardashians, mm. they grew up with cameras in their face the entire time. So while they were going through adolescence, their periods and stuff like that, the only were they going through it in They had older sisters who may have been teasing. I didn't keep up. They may have been (laughs) teasing. you
1: weren't keeping up with the (laughs) (laughs) Kardashians.
0: Who were probably teasing them about it or trying to educate them. But the whole world was seeing this as well. And then paparazzi. And then, like, whenever you see yourself, like, in camera work or just in a picture, you're like, damn, I'm, like, I'm really chubby right here. I didn't really notice that before, but, like... Now, not only you were thinking that, but ten million other, other people, people are thinking that. that. So, like, that's where I can understand, like, okay, the sudden need to like get this done, lose ten thousand pounds, get plastic surgery, boost your lips, and boost your to make yourself more palatable, more pleasing, more.
1: And I almost feel like this generation honestly had it worse because if you think about it, social media didn't really pop off until we were like well into our late teenage years. Like mm-hmm. I remember getting Instagram when I was a senior in high school. So I couldn't imagine being like in the sixth grade, being on Instagram, seeing people with like Instagram face and being like, oh, I need to look like that. Because when I first got on social media, like people were just like posting pictures of coffee or like posting pictures of the sunset. Like nobody was like posting these like overly posed, pictures and with like heavily edited and like the photoshop and the facetune like so that's not something that i grew up with Mm -hmm. i couldn't imagine being 15 16 right now in the age of instagram and tiktok some of these girls on tiktok i am amazed like i'm fully amazed at like the access of like plastic surgery and not even like Cause growing up, I thought plastic surgery was like, oh, you got your boobs done, or you yes. got like you got like, liposuction, and that's all I knew about plastic surgery. I was like, that's all you can get if you're freaking plastic surgery. See, I
0: watched a show called Nip Tuck with my mom.
1: So you you had a you had a more vast. <laughs> <laughs> not me. I thought it was you get your you get your boobs bigger or you get the fat sucked out your stomach. That's all you can have. Mm-hmm. But it's like the past couple months, I've learned about baby Botox, and some people are starting at the age of 15 what? to get Botox. It's called baby Talks. You get a little bit of it for prevention. Girls are getting this at like 15, 16 years old. Your face is even done making it. Baby talks. Chin lipo. Apparently it's a thing. A lot of girls now are getting chin lipo. What? right.
0: That's so sad. Yeah. It's so sad because like that's really... Just you not loving
1: yourself. No, for sure.
0: And like, I I hate to say that because like, listen, it's your body, do what you Mm -hmm. want with it. But it's like there comes a time and a place where you should be allowed to make those decisions about your body and you have to be left up to an adult. And if your adult is allowing you to do that to your body, shame on them because you're awkward. Mm -hmm. All of these things that you're putting, all these chemicals that you're putting into your body, all these fats that you're sucking out of your body Double when your when your body isn't even done yeah, making <laughs> doing what it needs to do to like make you an adult like it's insane
1: like i didn't even think you could get like some of that work that as young as these girls are getting
0: and it's a shame because doctors are really like well if you want it done then um, more
1: money in my pocket mm-hmm like men spas, men spas are because like there should be no way that an 18 year old can walk into a men's spa and be like, I want Botox, I want lip filler, I want you know this injection, that injection. They're like, cool, yeah. If I mean if you get the money for it, let's go. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, there's like some ethics.
0: I really feel like they should seek therapy. Like in the TV show, i was just talking about called Nip Tuck. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> before every surgery that they performed on these people, they were supposed to seek uh, counsel first through a therapist. And if the therapist was like, yes, yeah, this will
1: better their
0: mental health, mm-hmm. then, yeah. I don't even know if this is happening. I don't think they have the same type of ethics. No, I don't
1: think, I think it's one of those things where it's like, cause I fully understand if you have been self-conscious about like something on your body your entire life, mm-hmm. and you're like, you know what, this is going, to improve the way I feel about myself. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, like, listen, sometimes there's stuff I'd be like, man, I would love X, Y, and Z done, but it's like, if I stop think about it, I'm like, mm, it's not that big of a deal. But if it's something that weighed on me so heavily, and I know people like this, who it's like weighed on them their entire life, like, oh, I wish I, I wish I looked like this, or that, and it's one specific thing, go get it done. Like when you're an adult, and you've had time for your body to grow, and you realize, okay, this is never gonna happen for me, go mm-hmm. pay for it, if it's gonna make you happier. But it's like, I feel a type of weight about young girls. Like, yeah. and I, when I say young, I'm going to say pre-25. Yes. Because I feel like 25 is a good spot to realize, okay, this is probably what I'm about to look like this is my grown woman body
0: yeah like i feel like 25 you're halfway over with five. okay so I'm, I'm
1: i'm not gonna die at 50. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's on you i just feel like okay so like i was telling somebody when I, at my job i was just like yeah whenever i hit 50 i'm not gonna care about how i look anymore i'm gonna shave all my hair off it's fine but now in my 20s i, I have to maintain an image so I feel like whenever you hit 25, you're like, all right, there's a certain image I want to obtain. So this is how what I'm going to do to obtain this image. No, for sure. But mm-hmm. once you're 50, like, it doesn't
1: matter anymore. Well, it's going to matter to me, but, <laughs> but so that, that is simply because I am vain. So, <laughs> that's not me. I'm, I'm going to be like that old lady that's like still painting her nails and like getting her hair pressed out and like putting on makeup every morning
0: listen at 50 i'm gonna try to figure out a way to retire if i'm still working at 50 something in my life has gone wrong
1: yeah i'm not gonna work at 50 but you know what like <laughs> with like
0: i'm gonna be the hitting that y'all. system
1: that we work under though like we might be working at 50 like whether we like it or not
0: listen i'm gonna put it into the existence at 50 i'm gonna have all the kids i'm gonna have i'm gonna live in like a two-story house I'm going to have a maid that speaks another language and um, she's going to teach me her language and I'm going to teach her English. This sounds a little risque, but hey, I'm going to have money, so it's going to be fine. (laughs) It always sounds a little
1: bit white savior. (laughs) I'm going to teach this native
0: English. (laughs) She's going to teach me her language. All right. And her um, foods, because I'm not going to cook, but I am going to...
1: Right. You do not cook.
0: I do not cook. I am going to be... This is going to be my my bot friend everybody has to pay for a fan every once in a while this is gonna be my bot friend she we're gonna do yoga together okay. and she's gonna cook for me I'll pay her handsomely for her services she would probably she will also help me raise my child and teach my child their third language okay yeah because uh, he's my child will know English and sign language and the third language of
1: of your choosing at this point. Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. Yeah.
0: My fifties. I'm going to be great. Your fifties sound really nice. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to wake up in the afternoon. I'm going to wake up, watch the sunrise, drink coffee. You don't even drink
1: coffee now. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, all right.
0: (laughs) Like scratch out coffee. Drink tea. Read a nice little book. Do my daily affirmations. Do my yoga. Go down for breakfast. Speak with my bot
1: friend. <laughs> when you're That's saying so bot terrible. friend, it's sounding to me like a robot. Like, I'm saying <laughs> a robot. Like, when you said my bot friend, I was like, oh, because we're going to be, like, in the, in the future, so everybody's a robot. Cool. cool. You're a robot friend.
0: <laughs> I will video chat with probably you
1: mm-hmm.
0: or my godchild, if mm-hmm. I have one, or my child, if I have one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> everything's up in the air
0: <laughs> and then I will be working on my 20th book High Goals high Goals. and Carlos will probably come home around that time tell me about his moving acting days I believe I will live in Greece because they pay you to live there so I might be living in Greece that's great
1: I would love to go to Greece, so this is working out great for me.
0: There you go. There you
1: go. Nice vacation. Mm hmm. Uh, Life is just
0: gonna be good. 50s goals. True. Carlos is gonna hear this and be like, what is happening in your head?
1: Yeah, Carlos is like, I don't know when I signed off to live in Greece. <laughs> no, yeah, if he dad has
0: told me. I was just like, Carlos, I wanna live in Greece. He was like, well, I can't act if I'm in Greece. I'm like, why not? You can go do your acting bit wherever in. United States.
1: I'm gonna live in Greece. Oh, so y'all pay you to live in Greece. You guys are gonna be like those people that don't live with you. They're like, yeah, they're married, (laughs) but they live in different countries. (laughs) They live on different continents at this point. They're
0: gonna be like, oh, you have a male order bride, and he's he's gonna be like, no, that's just my. She just chooses to live there. I don't know why. I don't know why she. It's supposed to be our vacation home, but she that's vacation is
1: is state 24 7 at this point. (laughs) Have you heard of passport men? No. <laughs> I found out about this this morning from a TikTok. Mm-hmm. And it's like men are like pretty much getting mail order brides. Like, not in the traditional way where they're like, I don't know how the traditional way works. So I didn't want to say it on a, like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that worked. But it's sketchy. like they're going. Yes. Yeah, it sounds
0: <laughs> hmm, sketchy.
1: Sounds not good. No. But they're like going to different countries to get. To find love, to get married to these women because American women just aren't doing it for them anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. Apparently, American women are too independent and um, not traditional. But it's like... Speaking of... So, red red pill guy at mm-hmm. my job just turned 40. I have no hope for him. Oh, no. He is set in his ways. He is set in his ways. I thought he would... Because, like, although he does look old...
1: hmm You didn't know he was that old.
0: I didn't know he was that old i was just like oh man this guy in his like early 30s just not taking good care of himself he took care of himself maybe it would be no He's said in his ways 40 years old apparently there are two more of him he has a younger brother and a roommate with the same mindset and i was just like
1: what it's spreading. it's spreading If you could write an anthology series <laughs> like Miss Muriel and other stories, okay, what kind of stories would you put in there?
0: If, okay, so I would probably write. This is gonna sound crazy.
1: You're this would, book was crazy.
0: <laughs> I would, um, I would actually sit down with each of my parents, mm-hmm. not in the same room.
1: <laughs> You're like, that's not going to be happening.
0: <laughs> I would, um, ask my mom her fondest memory get as much detail about it as I can write a story about that same with my father um I would write out my fondest memory I would write a story about Rudd Pill guy Mm -hmm. and like and these are gonna be like one chapter it's like 10 pages each
1: yeah so you weren't gonna do like a 33 page chapter no
0: absolutely not cool (laughs) absolutely not I would also write um, a story. I would go to a strip club, find, I know it sounds crazy, right? I would find a stripper who I think wouldn't, but be open to talking to me. Stripper with the heart of (laughs) goals. Probably not, (laughs) just open to talking to me. Like I I don't really need it to be like a good story or a bad story, I just just want to know. Yeah, I just want to know and I'll write a story about that,
1: yeah. What about you? I would probably just write, like, really, like, heavily fictionalized stories of, like, things I've heard people tell me about. Mm -hmm. So I would probably write a story about Red Pill Guy, like, in his interactions with you. (laughs) I would write a story about... Hmm. I would write a story, heavily fictionalized, about how sad our... Husbands both were before they met us, and about their like <laughs> love lives because like I have sat in a U-Haul for four hours with them talking about it, <clears throat> so I feel like I have good enough information. Mm-hmm. Fictionalized some stuff from my childhood, fictionalized some stuff from like my adolescent years.
0: Definitely Kindle's life too.
1: Yeah, Kindle, Kindle has lived a life, and I could probably write a whole just anthology series just on stories from her life mm-hmm. like fully like interview her and be like all right tell me what you would take out which women leave in <laughs> because <laughs> i wouldn't have to fictionalize anything to like sensationalize it because, because like it ju- that's just how her life is yeah she got some stories
0: mm-hmm.
1: let's get let, Let's get her on the pod <laughs> she'd probably do it too she'd be like all right
0: he's like are we gonna talk about the one story that i read by stephen king
1: yeah <laughs> She's like, yeah, we can talk about that. She loves um, A Raisin in the Sun. Okay. She loves A Raisin in the Sun. Mhm. She will bring it up at any at any given time. <laughs>
0: you know A Raisin in the Sun? Yeah, it. she
1: does. She's like, do you know about Raisin in the Sun? Mhm. There's a book called Flowers for Algernon, which is perhaps one of the saddest stories I've ever read. She loves that book. It's about... I'm going to give you a quick synopsis because this is a sad story. People should not be reading this book. It is like... I'm not a crier. You know I'm Mm -hmm. not a crier. Fully in tears with this book. Oh my God. First of all, the book is written journal style, which I know you're not a fan of. Mm -mm. But, so it starts off, you can barely read the chapters because it's Mm. going through a man who is mentally handicapped. Okay. And you're kind of seeing his day-to-day life. Well, he works in this place where the scientist is coming up with... A way to enhance people's like brains, Mm -hmm. so he starts working on it on a rat named Algernon, and it's it's a success. Like the rat, it becomes super smart. It's understanding all these tasks and trials. Like the the rat's brain power is like grown by like 150 percent or something. Mm -hmm. They need like a a human test subject. He agrees, Mm -hmm. and then over time, you see the journal entries go from like you can barely understand them to like full like novel like pages oh because his brain power is expanding mm-hmm. he's like getting to have all these experiences he never had like he finds love and he you know has real friendships and this that and the other because he really understands life now the rat dies oh and so you get to, you then the journal turns into like this man who because the rat and he doesn't just die like it's not like <coughs> one of he dies He starts losing his brain function. Like, he goes back to where he initially was Mm. and then dies. Mm. And so Algernon, because he now has, like, the knowledge of whatever happened to this rat will happen to me. Mm -hmm. He knows he's about to start losing all of the brain capacity that he's gotten and go, like, regress back to his natural state and then Mm -hmm. die. So, like, you get to see the journal go from, like, barely intelligible mm-hmm. novel link this man's a genius and it like regresses back to like the beginning of the book before this man dies mm-hmm. she loves that book Kendall has Interesting emotions case. yeah she has big emotions mm-hmm. she also loves the book I think it's I think the Scarlet Ibis did you have to read that in school Mm-hmm. Another very sad book, Ebony.
0: <laughs> Have you heard of a book called The Kid Named
1: It? It, yes. I read that. I refuse to read that book because I'm very empathetic when it comes to children and I can't.
0: Girl, I didn't even know what this book was about. And my mom was just like, oh yeah, that's a good book. <laughs> Child, I was <laughs> 13. <laughs> 13 reading this book and I was just like, Mm-mm. oh my God so sad and then apparently um the person who wrote it claimed that it actually happened to him Mm -hmm. but it came out that he fictionalized some of what happened Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and so people were like oh you lie like this abuse didn't happen i'm like i'm
1: pretty sure some of this abuse did happen and i'm pretty sure he probably didn't even mean to like fictionalize it he probably tried to make it sound better because he's probably living in a state of trauma yes so
0: I don't know. People are cruel.
1: Yeah, I don't... I don't... I've never understood beef. No. Like, I've never... I watched, like, a true crime. Like, one of those little just things on, like, E, not E. What is the true crime station? It's I... Yeah, ID. ID. <laughs> Where it's, like, you have this girl and you just have her, like craft in like a basement like yeah. you have her chained down there she can't eat and stuff and like when the people like when authorities find her she's like 50 pounds and like they're mm-hmm. 13 years old like mm-hmm. just like why do you do that like what possesses you one day to be cruel that cruel it's like, like it makes
0: no sense because like they'll do it to like one kid right
1: and then they'll have other kids that they won't do it to yeah or have you heard of the one lady who she took in these kids and she singled one of them out once again, we're at the lock in the basement. She carved, like, slut or something into her. Yes. And had, like, the, na- the yes. neighbor kids come and see her, torture her every day. Yes. And no one ever said anything. Cause, yeah. But I understand being a kid and being like, I don't want to say anything because I'm afraid I'll be next. Yeah. But it's like, how do you live? Like, how do you let somebody live in that state to make sure you stay?
0: Mm-hmm. Did fine? you hear about, um, there was this girl where it had been years after her sister died and she had finally came out and told the authorities what happened and like in detail stoic relayed all of the abuse that happened to her sister and like they were like why didn't you say anything to that and the other and she was like I didn't want to be nice. Like we didn't even know that she was dead
1: And it's just, like, it's so sad. It's so, so sad. And it's, like, I'm very fortunate and glad that I've never been in a situation in which my way of life depended on somebody else suffering. Which,
0: I hate to say it, it seems like this season is all about slavery.
1: But <laughs> This is the slavery season.
0: It's, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was not intentional. But it does put me back in the my space of, like, This is how people were probably groomed Mm -hmm. during slave time to not say anything because this is normal and it could happen to you. Mm -hmm.
1: But be glad it's not you. Yeah. There's apparently this short story that I learned from this girl's like TikTok who talks about short stories Mm -hmm. called like the people who walk away from a mentalist or something. And -hmm. apparently there's a society. It's like a perfect society. There's no guns. There's no need for police officers because like everybody's cordial. Mm hmm. But they believe that the goodness of the society depends on this child that has to suffer. Like, they have this child that's, like, chained up. They don't feed him. Like, they torture him. But it's, like, it's a known fact, and I'm using air quotes, Mm -hmm. that the reason the society has progressed so well and, like, they live in harmony is due because all the suffering is going to this boy. Mm -hmm. And so people just kind of, like, turn a blind Mm -hmm. eye because they're, like, trying to, like justify like oh well this is just how it has to be this is what is normal for this place Mm -hmm. and that's kind of just how the book is like you see people who finally like kind of like snap out of it and leave Mm -hmm. and they're like oh wow i can't believe that i let somebody suffer so that my quality of life can be great
0: yeah and i don't i would like to say that i wouldn't but in the way we still kind of do yeah But the homeless people die. Yeah. We just
1: walk by and just pretend they're not there. Now, I... faster. I will give homeless people all my money. And that's why I'm not allowed to have cash. (laughs) Marlon will tell you, anytime Mm -hmm. that we go to River Street, I'm just passing out money to homeless people. Mm -hmm. Because I can't... I am such a put-yourself-in-other-people's-shoes type person Mm -hmm. that it literally pains me to see a homeless person. Like, I can feel it in my gut. Mm -hmm. And it, like... And Marlon's like, you don't know if they're using that I'm like, I don't care what they using money for. Like, I just know that it's like off of my chest because I've done something to help this person, maybe. Mm-hmm. But it's like, even if I've given them the opportunity to go buy food or like to go buy something else or like to go, I don't know, get some water because they haven't drank water. Like, I don't care. I cannot see homeless people without feeling like, such like a pit in my stomach and Marlon's always like please stop talking to homeless people because i will i'll be like do you need help do you need food because if mm-hmm. you there's a store across the house from my street i can go run and get some food from the store and bring it to you if you need it mm-hmm. like do you want food i can get you some mm-hmm. like i can go to my house and get you my leftovers if that's what you need because i don't something about home and it, i've always been this way i've always gotten in trouble about homeless people mm-hmm. because i will like there's been times where like we've been going to church and we're just like stopped at a light and there's a homeless person I've gotten out the car and like given money and my mom's like no ma'am no ma'am no she's like you know you don't never like, why would you get out the car and I'm like something when I see them something like tugs me to them like mm-hmm. urgent like I can't look away from them mm-hmm. and if I don't have money and I can't have anything to give them I feel bad the whole day I think about it the whole day I'm like oh my gosh I didn't have any money to give this person. I hate to tell, like, a homeless person, like, sorry, I don't have it today. Like, it literally, like, biggest pit. Whenever we ran into that, like, lady who was following us. Yeah. So, this couldn't, this, might, this could have ended up worse than it. Because she was following us for a couple of blocks.
0: And it's crazy because, like, she didn't come to me. She, like, whispered her way to you. Mm-hmm. Like, because I remember I was walking with you and I stopped. And I'm like, she's not beside me.
1: What's happening? And I'm like fully like conversing with this lady, like hand on her shoulder. I'm like, oh my god. And like, this lady <laughs> had to have been seeking me out because I saw her. Now, me and Ebony, we used to just like wander around town like yeah. a couple days a week because it was like, if Ebony was off, I'd have a job. We would just be like wandering around. The good old days. The great. Like, we were so happy then. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, we were like a couple blocks down at like a plant store and I saw this lady and I was like, oh, okay. Like, I just, something about her. Something about her drew to me because mm-hmm. now I know she's homeless mm-hmm. something about homeless people draws me to them and I was like oh, okay didn't think about it we go and get like coffee we go down a cup we we're probably like three or four streets over at this point she has been following us and I'm like oh wow and so Ebony's walking and the lady like is like hey. like fully whispering and I'm like mm-hmm. do I ignore her and just keep walking and i was like you can't ignore her that's rude <laughs> So I'm like stopping and like Ebony just walking. She does not know I'm not walking beside her anymore. <laughs> and like this lady's like, hey, I am homeless, I am pregnant, and I live in the park. And I'm like, listen, if I had some money, I would give it to you. I promise you. If there's ATM, I would go get money out right now. But Which I is can't. so crazy.
0: So all of this is happening as I'm walking back. And by the time I reach Amiri, the girl's walking off. And I was just like, Amiri, what happened? And I was just like, huh.
1: Because <laughs> you're like, Ebony's like, so a homeless person's been following us around. <laughs> <laughs> she is pregnant, on it, drugs, yeah. lives in the park, and is asking you for money. Has
0: like, all of three teeth in her mouth.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, she, she even told me she was on crack. She's like, mm-hmm. I smoke crack. <laughs> I live in the park. I'm six months pregnant. And I'm, mm-hmm. like,
0: I'm like, this how- is a lot. This is a lot. No, the most I can do for a homeless person is to buy them food and give it to them. Which is really smart. That's all I can do for you because like, I know you need food. I know you want crack. And I'm, I'm so sorry that that crack's gonna win, but today I'm gonna give you this food.
1: Needs versus wants.
0: Yes. Yes. Is there any story? <laughs> and there's no story that you like, none at all. No. None that you relate to.
1: No! <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. I did relate to one story. Which one? I was right a man, he was working um twelve hour shift, but on he the,
1: had On the trash truck? Was that a different story? No, different story.
0: Okay. Um this man and his wife, they work factory jobs. mm hmm Yeah, and so I was just like, damn, I relate to that. I work a warehouse job. I have to do the 12-hour shift. I have to find a way to sleep during bright daylight. Luckily, I live in the age where we have blackout Blackout curtains. curtains.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine if you live where, like, the only option were like, sheer curtains, like, see-through curtains?
0: Forever angry. Forever. I would definitely relate to this guy because I would be forever angry. So this guy, um he's waking up sore his body hurts um, so he gets up out of bed um, it's in the afternoon he done slept through all of the day and his wife is like freaking out because it's Friday the 13th and she's just like hey it's a bad luck day I don't wanna go out let's just stay in he's just like no today's paycheck day so it can't be a bad day right so um his impatience is building up basically throughout the day his white boss called him the n-word and he's like i can't hit a woman i can't hit a woman i can't hit a woman even though all these women are pissing me off i can't hit a woman and okay so his white boss is a female calls him the n-word and like that's what triggers him for like the rest of the day and then he goes and he's like okay i have money so he goes to the store and he's like seeing people get coffee. First things first, this is where I do no, I no longer relate to him.
1: You're like, first of all, he's getting coffee. Gross.
0: Yeah. <laughs> first of all. Second of all, that's caffeine. You're trying to go to sleep. Why are you getting coffee to keep you up? That just doesn't make sense to
1: me. Okay. So if this is a person that drinks coffee all the time, you can drink coffee. I drink coffee every night before I go to sleep. So weird and I go to sleep but it's because no. like, like, the caffeine doesn't do anything to me at this point because I'm so dependent on it like mm-hmm. in the morning I have to have it so I don't get like a migraine mm-hmm. but when I just drink it throughout the day like I'm just drinking it because I like it and I, I mean every night I have been making a cup of coffee around 9 30 drinking said coffee and going to bed mm-hmm. so I can relate actually to this man <laughs> found something I can relate to
0: I'm <laughs> um, weak. So he goes into the store to buy this coffee, but the lady He said his the way he feels like it's coming off the the cashier lady is white. Mm-hmm. She just gave a cup of coffee cup of coffee to the person in front of him who was white. And she's just like, Hey, sorry, don't have any coffee, we're all out. bring a new pot. Sorry, I can't I can't knowingly take your money and not give you coffee. And, like, she flips her hair and she laughs. And so he's like, oh, so you're laughing at me and you're refusing me because I'm a black man. So he wants to strike her for this because he just got called inward earlier by another white person. Mm. and so But instead, he just walks out, he goes home, he's tired, his body hurts, he wants to fall asleep on the subway, but he knows he can't because... And then, like, he's also mad because he had to wait in a long line after clocking out to get his paycheck because they only had the stubs back in the day. He comes home and, like, his wife is being herself. (laughs) And so he goes and he sits down and he's just like, man, my legs are so tired. I'm just sitting down and she's just like, Hey, get off of my clothes, you're gonna wrinkle them up. And he in his mind he's just like, Your clothes have been wrinkled, you've been wearing the same outfit for this past week. They're already wrinkled, there's no way they're not wrinkled. Me sitting on them for like five seconds isn't gonna make them any more wrinkled. And like she he goes to move and then like she jokingly calls him the N word and he just snaps. And like i understand not the violence part right but i understand like being at your wits end, having the worst day ever the worst week like yeah and it's just like that one little thing can really set you off yeah so like i did i did relate to that
1: when i actually read that story i did think of you a little bit not like in the violence way yeah but just because i know how like exhausted you are and i was actually Last week, after we recorded, I was cleaning up my house and I was listening to Cotton Candy on a Cloudy Day, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Dang, there's a part in that podcast where both of us sound so tired and haggard, but you're like, I can't do anything. <laughs> <if> I'm <laughs> so tired and I'm so sad, <laughs> and it's like so hard. To, do I choose if I'm going to eat? If I'm going to sleep? If I'm going to write? If I'm going to sleep? If I'm working extra shit? And I was like, Oh no! And I was like, Marlon, we sound so sad, but Ebony sounds really sad." <laughs> <laughs> Yes. He was like, well, yeah. He's like, because I mean, like, you're working overtime, but you're working overtime is just working an extra hour that day. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's working overtime with another 12-hour shift on another day. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I was like,
1: dang, it really made me to light my situation. I was like, yeah, because, like, when I'm like, dang, I've worked extra, it's like, I'm probably working for, like, 10 hours, 11 hours, but, like, an hour of that's a break. Mm-hmm. Three hours of that is nap time, in which I'm not doing any work. I'm just kind of, like, decompressing. And I was like, dang, Ebony can't even do that. Because we were talking about having, like, Rocks for Brains on the podcast. You'd be like, I can't even have Rocks for Brains on the podcast. No, no. Like, I can't even do it anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, dang. That but really sucks. But it's
0: amazing. It, it, it does really suck. But it's really amazing because, like, so this last week, I only picked up one extra shift. But I feel ten times better. better and I was just like damn like it really pays to have a week a couple of days off. Yeah. It does really help your mental health. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because like um on Thursday, it was either Thursday or Friday, but I like got up onto my laptop and I was like, hmm, I feel like writing. And I just outlined some more of the story. And I was just like, damn, it really huh. I should probably take... <laughs> work take, less. Yeah, like,
1: I should probably take my days off off.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, like, right after that, I was just like, ooh, pick up two more shoes. Because <laughs> I need the money.
1: Yeah. No, It was like totally even, understand.
0: And it's also, like, not even, like, needing the money. It's just, like, wanting that breadth of financial...
1: Stability? Yeah. hmm Because I feel you. Like, I will straight up be like because i've been straight up not having a good time at my job (laughs) like i had thought about quitting three different times this week i've been putting in job applications i'm like i'm over it Mm -hmm. but they're like do you want to work overtime and i was like yeah i do because it's like i just know that like we're coming to the part of the year in which we do a bunch of traveling and it's very expensive to go see my family and it's like going to midland sets us back almost a thousand dollars like, mm-hmm. it's a cheap trip when we're there because, like, my family pays for everything and we don't have to get a hotel and, like, we just stay with my mom. Mm-hmm. But it's like, getting there is, in plane tickets, is almost $1,000 every time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I know I'm gonna do that for Easter. And then it's like, my mom's coming down, so I had to give us a little break. And then, but it's like, we gotta, we're gonna go somewhere for our anniversary. And that's the end of May. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, my class reunion's coming up. I'm probably not going to go to that because it was giving me like an existential crisis this week. Like that was like, and I don't know. I was like, I can't go to this. Like, cause at first I was like, okay, like I'll just take off, you know, the days to go. It's in June. Mm Even though I was like, that's an extra trip to Midland. That's an extra thousand dollars. And I go to Midland every July. So I'm like, "Mm, no, I'm not really trying to do that. (laughs) But I was like, well, I can go by myself and that'll cut the trip price in half because it's just one person instead of two. And I was like okay, I can go and like, you know, see my friends, but it's like I only have like one friend. So, mm. like why would I go? And then to pay to go to a reunion to see people from high school I think. You have to pay
0: for it? Yes.
1: You have to pay for it. What? You have to pay to go to the class reunion. That's silly. Like I Exactly. Okay. So, and then I was like they're like, "Oh yeah, we're just going to highlight people and all their accomplishments." And I was like, "Dang, I don't have any accomplishments." And I was like, I was like fully, cause I was already having an awful day at work. And then I was like, I was also sick. I think I had hand, foot and mouth earlier this week cause my whole class had it. Mm-hmm. And like literally from Sunday, literally after I left here. So Sunday through Tuesday, throat so scratchy and sore. Mm-hmm. Like was constantly sucking on cough drops. So I was taking Nyquil every single night. It was awful. But I was like, dang, like, I don't have any accomplishments. Like, they're like, we're highlighting people with their masters and, like, highlighting schools everybody graduated from. And, like, that is, like, probably my biggest, like, insecurity is that I didn't graduate college. And, like, it's very stressful to me. And I was like, I can't do that. Like, I'm not going to be there. And, like, because they're going to have to ask me what college I went to. And I'm gonna be like, oh, I didn't finish college. But that looks crazy because I was, like, most likely to succeed, like, seven in my graduating class. And it's like, So what have you done? And then I don't wanna be like, oh yeah, because I work, my bosses are two year olds. I get bossed around by little children every day and I don't make enough money doing it. And it comes out of my own pocket. And then it's also like one of those things you're like, oh, and then one of the days is like a family day. So like bring your kids. It's like, oh yeah, also don't have kids. There's a long story behind that. And I was telling Marlon, I was like, I cannot go to Midland and answer all these questions that I don't wanna talk about for two days straight and then also have to pay for it on top of that. Like not only pay to get there, but pay for the extra, I was like, oh no. So I was fully spiraling out of control this week. Having a really, really not a good time. Mm -hmm. The end of the week started to look up. (laughs) But the beginning of the week, the beginning of the week was rough.
0: Yeah.
1: Monday through Wednesday, I was not in a good place
0: <laughs> like,
1: like this this is not the day this is this is this not the good day. this course. is not it and then i was like trying to read this book and i was like this doesn't even make any sense <laughs> i was like i'm so i was like i was like you know what Miri's over here like mental rage out yeah i was like, fully I like raging i'm like sitting in the corner like also my ipad's broken so i can't even read my preferred way to read oh, so no. i'm reading on my phone and i'm like Oh, no! Like, fully in the corner, like, the room is dark in the classroom, and like, one of the kids gets up. I'm like, sit down! I'm like, sit down! <laughs> like, sit down. <laughs> Don't get up! <laughs> Your teacher's in the corner having a panic attack. Go to sleep. Oh god. So, <laughs> you know. But, um,. I have But been... Amiri,
0: you do have
1: accomplishments. You're a podcast person. That's not good enough for you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not something that I can I can like brag about. Like I I can't go up to somebody and they're like, oh yeah, it's, yeah, my doc doctor. And I'm like, oh, I have a podcast. It's like I am an influencer. <laughs> they're like, you don't even post on social so, social media, so how, how's way. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know the answer sway. So, um, you know, it's fine. So I will just be skipping the reunion. Yeah. Um, because I'm not about to have like another mental breakdown and pay for it.
0: Yeah, no. That's
1: I can fun. do that in the comfort of my own home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, better news. I also was listening to our last podcast. Cause first of all, our podcast is excellent background noise. Cause it's funny. But it like makes you feel like it's a really good, I've I always love podcasts where it feels like they are your virtual friends. Like you feel like you have know, like, and I know I'm biased because it's literally me and my friend. <laughs> but like it's so good to like have in the background to clean to. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about our little like self-care routines, and I hope you have found a self-care routine. No. Okay. I, can't. <laughs> I have been literally treating myself like sending like Amazon order every day. I have God. upped my skincare routine from like a five-step routine to like a fifteen-step routine. Mm-hmm. It takes me about twenty-five minutes to do. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Feels so good after. It. Yeah. So I was like, man, I hope I hope Ebony gets some of this.
0: <laughs> no, I guess like my self-care routine happens like once or twice a month, and that's like me. Taking out the time to actually do my hair and like bright colorful braids, mm-hmm. and then getting mm-hmm. my nails and um, feet done, which I've actually come
1: to love. Someone massaging my legs and feet. You know, I actually hate getting my nails and feet done. I love having them done, mm-hmm. but I hate the process. Like I and. The next time we go together, you'll 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 see me. I look stressed out the entire time. Yes,
0: you do. I never yeah. look
1: like I'm enjoying what's happening. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to the nail technician, first of all. No, I, I don't. I would much rather a nail technician do my nails that speaks no English. Oh, my God. Like, my nail technician in Midland that I've had for years doesn't speak a lick of English. That's how I like it. So, we never have to conversate. Mm-hmm. We can just sit there, and you ask me what shape I want. I tell you. Mm-hmm. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. No talking. No. I my last one talked so much, and she didn't even really talk. She just roasted me the entire time. Yeah,
0: your little baby nails. Little
1: baby nails. Like, cause I was like, oh, I'm not gonna get acrylics, and like this time it's about the Easter, so I probably will get acrylics, which she'll love. <laughs> but I was like, no, like I don't want acrylics, like just some shellac. And she's like, baby nails. These look like little kid nails. You look a little girl. And she's like, wow, your friends over there are so fancy. So you're, so she's the fancy friend. You're the boring friend. And I was like. <laughs> sure yeah yeah and she's like mm, yeah
0: i can tell and it's so funny because like i'm over here like once a month
1: once every other month preferably washing my face and that is the craziest statement to me
0: <laughs> listen like my skin is so sensitive like i washed my face like maybe two days ago mm-hmm. and like i'm still healing because my skin is so dry and, like, I don't dry my face with anything. I let it air dry. And, like, occasionally I, like, put a little bit of Vaseline on it. Because if I put too much Vaseline on it, it'll just get oily and pimply. So I just have to, like, little
1: or nothing at all. I think, and I was talking to Carlos about this, too, because he also was like, I just love the Vaseline in my face. And I was like, I wish you guys would get loose from the shackles of Vaseline. <laughs> because that's, that's, that's not, like, I don't. I get if you're using something like Vaseline or aqua for to seal in your skincare. You're gonna sleep at night
0: because <laughs> that's the it's, only acceptable like, use for it. Yeah, I also
1: now not the only acceptable use because I do keep a baby Vaseline by my bed because I've slathered all over my lips, mm-hmm. and I do use it on my bags under my eyes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But slathered on my face, I even tried it one night because I said, you know what? Maybe they're onto something. Woke up, my skin look crazy. <laughs> And I was like, see, I don't know why I even, why I made straight. <laughs> I think you might need some hydrating products. Like maybe like, I can never pronounce this, but it's like, I use it every day. Mm-hmm. It's like niacinamide, niacinamide. Makes your skin like really plump. Maybe like a collagen. No. Oh. I intake collagen. I put collagen in my coffee every morning, but I also use collagen skin like, serum. Mm-hmm. I like a nice hydrated because like my skin is naturally like combination oily mm-hmm. but I realize your skin only is oily because it's wanting you to put oils and stuff on it so it's creating it's own because you're not putting anything on it.
0: Got you. See mine doesn't even do that.
1: <laughs> you you might have dry skin. Yeah I think I do. And if you have dry skin you might just need like some hydrating stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like you're, you're not going to heed this advice because I'm like your shaman so it doesn't matter listen i fired my shaman literally oh because you are ebony who is not ebony yes yeah, like listen i have done nothing
0: <laughs> to this woman nothing at all she roasts me every time she sees me roasts for no reason she'll come out to me she's like oh ebony who is not ebony ebony you are so light why are you so light? Your name is Ebony. You are supposed to be dark.
1: Woman's confused.
0: She's like, I need to talk to your parents. Why? Are you, why are your parents name you Ebony? When you come out, you probably look white. She's <laughs> just like, woman, what what's,
1: what's wrong with you? Like, what did I do to you? You're like, all I did was listen to all your suggestions and want to get trained under you.
0: Like, all I did was eat your kumquats. And those are awful. Listen, most bitter things in my. Entire existence of Terrible. Life, ever eating, and then I said su- I listened to her suggestion of what putting lemon and cucumbers in my water, and then she started calling me Ebony Ebony who was not dark. She's like Ebony, you are not black. I was just like excuse me. This is this
1: is a, this is an attack on Ebony.
0: And I was like you know what. And after that, I literally didn't put anything else in my water. she's like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: she's like... Out of protest.
0: <laughs> she's like, oh, what do you have in your water today? Nothing, just water.
1: And
0: she's like... Mm. I put me cute That's like why <laughs> And then she replaced me by these two African girls that work at the job. She'll literally sit with them and talk to them every single day. They have matching vests. And I'm just like, what did
1: I do to you, woman? You were too light.
0: Yes, because, you know, all of them
1: darker than me. She's a colorist. Well, Ebony, most people are darker than you. (laughs) But it's fine, because you are culturally the blackest person I know. (laughs) Ebony got married on Juneteenth. (laughs) And if if that's not the blackest thing you've ever heard... (laughs) You getting married on Juneteenth deserves for your name to be Ebony. (laughs) I literally, because <laughs> I literally also did it.
0: They're like, oh, are you going to jump the broom? I'm like, why? I'm free. I got married on a day I was free. Hello. Don't need a jumper broom.
1: Listen, I was going to jump the broom at my wedding, my original wedding. I actually, like, before we had to cancel our original wedding, I bought the broom, fully, like, de- decorated, like people do. Mm hmm. And I had it ready because I was going to jump the broom. Well, you weren't mm-hmm. getting married on Juneteenth. That's true. I was getting married on Memorial Day weekend. That's when our anniversary is. You're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Technically, it was not supposed to. It was supposed <clears throat> to be the weekend before that, so it would have just been a blank weekend. But you know.
0: Yeah. Very patriotic of you.
1: America. America.
0: <laughs> what is wrong with me? <laughs> You're tired. <laughs> is there anything else you would like to say about this book?
1: No. Um. Well. I think
0: this book has the most damage I've ever done to any book ever.
1: Yeah, I saw it. I was like, wow, this is interesting. Is this a used book?
0: No. Like, you did this? Yeah, I did it. So I have went to XC mm-hmm. because like they have these really cute bookmarks. And one of them is the paperclip bookmark. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, and it messed I can see where you did <laughs> in your pages too. This is heartbreaking for you.
0: And then I realized I didn't really like the book.
1: So like you didn't care anymore? Yeah, I didn't
0: care anymore. I was just like, such is life.
1: I love the cover art for these books. Like they'd make excellent um coffee table books. Mm-hmm. Um, like the book is written really well, but
0: Yeah, um listen, I probably for the sake of knowledge have learned a lot from this about how building a character and making them um, their own personalities especially young girls mm-hmm. like I learned a lot about that um and especially a man's a uh, older man's psyche
1: just the thing that she is she is a woman
0: and right there now. are a yes. lot of stories written um from a male's perspective mm-hmm. and i i can tell there are men there's no second guessing anything these are men menfolk very mindful.
1: This thing. this is a good book to read if you are struggling on creating characters, like if you're writing yeah. your own book, mm-hmm. because the characters in this book are, like you can see them in their in your head,
0: mm-hmm. and that
1: that's how I like characters. Like I want to know how this person is thinking. I want to know the thought process. I mm-hmm. want because to me that's what makes a person. Mm-hmm. Once once I know a person's inner thoughts, I can pretty much tell what that person's about to look like. Yeah. So I, I will give her that.
0: I definitely gave it a solid three. I did give it a solid three. Because of, like, the what? The three or four short stories I was able to, like, understand. Yeah, you like the short
1: stories. I understood zero of the short stories. (laughs) You're like,
0: absolutely not. None of that. So
1: I'm going to go ahead and
0: two. All right. So, like, a solid (laughs)
1: 2.5. That's
0: fair. And it's fair.
1: Would you recommend it to anybody? No. <laughs> you know what? Maybe <laughs> if somebody was like wanting to do a deep dive on like more um, contemporary African-American fiction, sure. For any other, like just for a casual read, no. Because mm-hmm. it's it's going to make you feel the type of way. Dumb. And that's, that's not what I'm trying to feel when I'm reading. Would you read any other stories by her? If it's just a fiction story. That's based off of like one, one story person or one <laughs> like one plot. Like cause even in some of these stories, it's like she's trying to put two plots into one story. So mm-hmm. I just
0: like one of my favorites actually is whenever she's in the islands and she was telling the story about that young girl who fell in love with a boy who was afraid of the water. Mm-hmm. I really did
1: like that it story. Was, it was very like wistful and I felt like it was a lot different than the other stories, too. It was. It, it stands out. Because it's not... And I don't feel like it was, like... I feel like a lot of these stories are supposed to be, like, a commentary on something. Mm-hmm. And that didn't feel the same way. Like, it just felt like I was... It felt very short story-ish. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like, okay, like, I need to dissect this mm-hmm. figure. Which people do with short stories, but, like...
0: see i'm such a straightforward person i don't try to dissect anything and i think that really fucks me up
1: (laughs) i usually try to dissect a little bit
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, just because i really want to know what the like i like to know what i want to be able to read and interpret something the way the author wants me to Mm. because i feel like that gives you a different viewpoint and like kind of like when you're done with the book you're like okay i get it I don't like to be confused, which was my main issue with this, Mm -hmm. because nobody asked for the author's viewpoint, apparently, and everybody's just coming up with their own theories, Yeah, and it's like, which, maybe that's what she wanted, like, maybe she wanted everybody to come up with, like, different ideas of what she's talking about. Well, she was,
0: like, what, 70 when she wrote this? Isn't that what she said? Yeah,
1: like, she was, yeah, because...
0: I wouldn't want to talk to anybody, either.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She became a recluse in her old age. She
0: was like, you know what? I wrote the story, take it how you leave it.
1: (laughs) Me and my bot friend are out of here.
0: (laughs) Oh God. I am actually kind of over reading, like I've been over it and like I'm really irritated. I keep finding my way back to these stories, but it's mostly because I keep reading stories written from people who were raised in this time period but I'm mm-hmm. so over reading stories about racial
1: issues mm-hmm. and I'm over reading stories with the n-word in it so this is gonna be unfortunate for you this season because most of the stuff you picked is, I know Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah I I know I, I realized I did it to myself <laughs> oh, yeah
1: cause you're about to be real tired by the end of
0: this I was like oh man like maybe like it's just Toni Morrison. Maybe it's just her. Maybe it's just her. Oh,
1: are you reading um, The Blue Side right now?
0: No, I'm not. I'm okay. reading um, Zami, another oh. spelling of my name. Oh my god. I love it. Do you? Oh my god. Right now, it's definitely a four out of five.
1: Interesting.
0: It's so lovely. Like, I read something of it, and I was just like, what the? What is happening? What is happening here? But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna let you read it and then we can talk about it. But it's just like what the actual fuck. But no, I, I I do enjoy it. It's refreshing. Okay. Cause like it's basically okay. It's basically all the introductions I've read, and I like I've liked every introduction I've ever read in all of the season
1: like the way my eyes just glazed over <laughs> as somebody who does not read introductions i was like oh no
0: yeah but it's just i don't know it's lovely it's nice it we're getting to know because it's in the title it's a biomythography so we're reading about the person right and it is the first
1: of its genre like this so. is the first book that this is the book that created that genre mm-hmm. so i'm excited to read it for that reason because i've actually never heard of the genre before exactly. until we looked this book up
0: so yeah and I actually did choose it because I was like what is a biomythology you know I never heard it I've never heard anything of it so I'm gonna just try it out and I love it I like it
1: am I gonna read any more of
0: it probably not okay okay because like I like to read originals and be done with it and be
1: done with it yeah like you are the um bio- <laughs> the pioneer <laughs> yeah finished yeah N- no one else can do it better <laughs>
0: Alrighty. Would you like to add anything else?
1: Um, you know, I'm just excited to read a straightforward book.
0: Yeah, um but What's next on the list?
1: Wild Blood. Oh no. And I like Lauren Black- Blackwood, so I'm excited for that. And then in Zombie. Mm-hmm. And then Parable of the Sower, but that actually might switch up because Parable of the Sower we're just waiting for your husband to finish it right right i also need to finish it like i don't know why i'm putting this all on carlos but as like i'm i read the book that we're reading for that week the week that we're supposed to be recording so
0: and to be fair you have been reading parable of the Sword for some time
1: now yeah because i actually started reading it before we even when we made our book list Mm -hmm. we hadn't started recording yet so Mm -hmm. i started reading it because i want to know what the hype was about because if If Marlon's going to highly recommend a book and ask to be on the podcast for it, like, it has to be... Something. Something. Yeah. And I really like it. But then, like, having to stop reading that and then read Kindred, I was like, what happened? What happened here? Yeah, yeah. What happened here?
0: And apparently, Kindred, Parable to Silver, Parable Talents, are, like, so different from her other works Mm -hmm. that it makes
1: me want to read her other
0: works. Right, because when
1: you say October. Octavia, Octavia <laughs> Butler people say aliens yeah. and I've yet to run into an alien and
0: I'm just like not here <laughs>
1: <laughs> not in
0: these works but maybe somewhere else A Little Brood is definitely a highly recommended one I do not have it it's not on the bookshelf oh, okay. oh. <laughs> but I do I did, ha- I did went ahead and I got Parable of Talents
1: I remember you were saying that at my house
0: I asked Alan <laughs> like, if he was gonna read it. He was, he, like, he was like, No. Just sore. Just a sore. He's
1: like, yeah, I don't I don't read for fun.
0: hmm Alright, well, thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us babble about everything but the book. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> gotta love mutual. the chaos. Um once again, you can find us on Facebook. On Spotify, on Google and Apple Podcasts. And
1: Anchor. If and you're
0: into Anchor. That. I don't even know if Anchor still exists. Fun fact. Because um, yeah. I think they got, they partnered up with Spotify. Oh, well,
1: that's good. Yeah. I well, mean, like Anchor.
0: If it's this, we'll be on there too. If it is this, we will be on there too. But um, yeah. Fun, fun, fun. See us next time. If you have any requests of us reading, you know, just chime in and send that comment. Also, there is questions at the end of each, like on the Spotify platform. We do enable the question and answer. So feel free to leave a comment there. And all right, that's it. Bye. Bye.